our scripture lesson this morning comes from the 119th Psalm, beginning at the 33rd verse. Let us listen for God's word. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I will observe them to the end. Give me understanding that I may keep your law and observe it with my whole heart. Lead me in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. Turn my heart to your decrees and not to selfish gain. Turn my eyes from looking at vanities. Give me life in your ways. Confirm to your servant your promise, which is for those who fear you. Turn away the disgrace that I dread, for your ordinances are good. See, I have longed for your precepts. In your righteousness, give me life. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, We come before you this day seeking your word of life. We come longing to be nearer to the love with which you hold us, longing to be aware of your presence with us. We need your strength. We need your hope. We need you. So come to us now by your word and spirit, and may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. I know that for many of you it has been the start of the school year for children or grandchildren, and if you or your children are taking a language for the very first time, they've probably been learning the alphabet. I learned the Spanish alphabet last week. In that spirit, we're going to learn some of the Hebrew alphabet. Lynn, we're not done with our Hebrew lesson. We're only just beginning. So, the first five letters of the Hebrew alphabet, repeat after me. Aleph, Bet, Gimel, Daleth, Hey. Aleph, Bet, Gimel, Daleth, Hey. The letter Hey has the same sound as our letter H. So, today's service is brought to you by the letter Hey or the letter H. For it is homecoming Sunday, and we celebrate coming home to this place, to this sanctuary, to this family of faith, where God welcomes us and is delighted that we are here. And we remember to celebrate that God is our home, the one in whom we move and live and have our being who holds us and loves us and gives us life. So home is our first H word, 
But there are other words that begin with H that have to do with church and being in God's house and all of the gifts of God, the ways in which God helps us with our heavenly longings. And so, younger people, this is especially for you, but I know that everyone will work on it. Write down during this sermon any words that begin with H that we may find at church to help us know God's love, and then we will share them at the end of the service. Now, these are not words necessarily that will be in my sermon. So you can think of anything. In fact, Pastor Lynn has already given you a H or hey word. Here we go. In the last two weeks, life has shifted. Parents have had to sign paper after paper. There have been meetings to attend or meetings that are going on to your calendar, school meetings, church meetings, work meetings, scout meetings, business meetings. There are the fall certain sports practices, soccer and football and piano practice and more to come. And right in the middle of it, they choose to repave Chevy Chase Circle. And we stop to rest and words fly at us like Putin or ISIS or Ebola or Crimea. And maybe you have additional words flying at you like diagnosis or tuition. And so we come here today, maybe unsettled or a bit scattered or overwhelmed or already exhausted. And it's good that we are home. It's good that we are here at church. It's good that we are where we can sit and sing and hear other words and pray and rest and learn. we can learn how to keep and find our center, that calm place in the midst of the hurricane that can be raging all around us. So Psalm 119, it is a teaching psalm. It is the very longest psalm in the Hebrew Bible. It is the longest chapter in our entire Bible. It has... 176 verses, and a lot of them sound the same. It is based on the Hebrew alphabet. There are eight verses for each letter, and so this tells about God and immerses us in God from A to Z, or Aleph to Tav. Our part today is the letter H the letter hey and each verse that we read today in Hebrew begins with the letter hey now I could if I really wanted to go through and tell you all of those Hebrew words but I'm not going to do that instead we're going to look at the English teach me give me understanding lead me turn me confirm me 
And with those imperatives, there are endless words, synonyms for God's law. Teaching, instruction, commandments, precepts, ordinances, decrees, statutes, words, judgments. They all mean the same thing. It is simply repetition. Over and over, teach me your way that I may have life. Now, this is called a love song to God's law, but it is more of a plea for help. And it's the kind of help that we just need for life. In the course of these 176 verses, the psalmist tells us that he or she has been an outsider and ridiculed. That he or she has known sadness and seen injustice or been angered by the wrong done to others, or have had to dealt with arrogant people who see themselves above the law. They are deeply aware of his or her own feelings and failings and the need for forgiveness. And through it all, there is this mantra, teach me, lead me, confirm me that I may know your way and have life. There is a meditative quality. If you read all of 176 verses of Psalm 119, you get that sense of that meditation, of being immersed in the instruction of God and that longing for God and an eagerness and a desire to be close to God. Now, there are some lawyers in this room, and I would think that at least at one time, you had a love for law. We also tend to be suspicious of the law and who the law benefits and how people get around it and who it comes down on, and whether or not there is fair treatment under the law. And when we think of law, we might think of the legalism that Jesus faced with the Pharisees, the lawyers of his day, who found it more important to keep the Sabbath than to heal someone who was suffering. But here there is a profound love for the law. It's because God's law has been born out of experiences, out of people who know well what it feels like to be the outsider or the stranger. Strangers in Egypt or Babylon exiled. And God's law commands that the stranger be welcomed and cared for and protected and treated with hospitality. God's law is born out of an experience of slavery in which God's people knew what it meant to be worked to death. And this is something to keep in mind as our work lives heat up We are not allowed to work and work and work and work. 
We are not allowed. God commands that we rest. The Sabbath is not only about rest. God commands that we play. For those who knew what it was like to be worked to death, God's law is sweet as honey. God's law was born out of people who needed to know and be reminded of what was important and what was not. What was not important was a bull made of gold. What is not important We sometimes get confused about when we're working and working and working. God's people needed to be reminded about what was meaningful and what was simply a waste of time. God's people needed to be reminded of who and what to honor and to treat each other with respect for human dignity. God's law gives life. The psalmist wants to learn it, and know it, and have it be at the core of one's being, the center of his or her life, filling the heart, because God's love gives hope, It demands justice. It gives life. Jesus made it so simple, or at least stated it so simply. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. When a dancer learns to dance and gets to that point where we learn to make turns, we're taught to find a spot on the wall and look at it and find that spot so that when we're turning, we can keep our heads coming back to that spot. The head is still, and then we snap our head around to see that spot so that even as the dancer turns and turns, one head is kept steady and one's heart upright and the whole body centered. And even when everything is turning and turning, it comes back to that place and it keeps the dancer balanced and dancing. That's why Psalm 119 goes over and over and over again throughout the entire alphabet. And this love song coming back and back and back. We are home. We are home when we are in the love of God. Here in our spiritual home, we return again and again and again to sit in the pew and pick up the hymnal and hear me say the greeting 
each week which you could probably repeat in your sleep. Again and again we come to hear the words in different ways and sing the songs and classes and discussions and to love and support each other. God teaches us God's law of love. And here God leads us and God guides us into the fullness of joy. So, the service has been brought to us by the letter H. Lynn, would you pick up the mic? Oh, let's just do it loudly. What H words have you come up with? And I'm going to take the younger voices first. Yes. Hospitality. Yes. Happiness. Yes. Heart. Yes. Hope. Yes. Honesty. Help. Hymns. I think you've got another one, Roni. Holy. History. Home. Healthy. Yes. Healing. Humility. Here. And here. Say that again. Her. Her. How about heaven? And where we feed the hungry. And where God's word tastes like honey. Haven. Yes. Hollow. Yes. Hand in hand. Homecoming. Yes. Humanity. Howard be thy name. Or Howard Davis. And hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is so wonderful to go away and to see new things and to have fantastic adventures. But I think it might even be more wonderful when the plane has landed or the train has come in or the car turns off of 495 and into our street and we turn on the road where we live and we see our house and know it's still there waiting for us and we walk through the door and know the peace that comes from being in the place where we belong. Welcome home. Amen. Thank you.